Hello and welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am Kimberly Johnson, a Buddhist life coach, meditation teacher, writer, and speaker. I am currently under the mentorship of Jack Cornfield and Tara Bra. My hope for this podcast is that it is a place for you to come with all of your 10,000 sorrows and your 10,000 joys and to explore the depths of your heart and your life. If this podcast ever speaks to you, please share it with those you love and go over to whatever platform you listen and rate and review it. Thank you so much for being here. This is episode 129, and it's been a while since I've made a podcast. Um, Honestly, I've been busy making meditations for Insight Timer, so if you want to find me on that, it's Kimberly Elise Johnson on Insight Timer, Um, but I'm really working on being able to be here consistently and there consistently, so please... Be patient as I navigate new waters. Um, Today is a podcast about people pleasing. I I leave a little question mark on the end because um, really this is inspired by my sangha. So I have a sangha that meets every Sunday, and um, and we were talking yesterday in sangha about skillful speech. And as you guys know, if you, you know, I'm very, very Buddhist um, centered and skillful speech is one of the limbs of the Eightfold Path. So the fourth of the Buddha's noble truths. And the main thing that came up for me when really looking at skillful speech is this understanding um, that people are not going to like us and that people are not going to agree with what we do and that actually that is just part of life. And I don't know why, but that felt so freeing to me to just begin to recognize okay, people are not going to agree with me. And people are not going to necessarily like me. And that's okay. And I think what I want to talk about is really just how we as humans, we so focus on what other people are doing. It's almost like our obsession And I kind of feel like it's our obsession because we are so terrified to look at ourselves. And when we're so focused on looking at other people, then we kind of begin choosing our life choices based on what we think other people would want us to do. Like, like, I don't know, let's take eating well or dieting or trying to lose weight and you're doing it because society is telling you to, right? So you're looking outside of yourself to really figure out what you need to be doing. 
And there's a way in which we can't get away from this, like it's human nature to kind of look outside and see what's outside. And what we can get better and better at is really looking at what's outside and noticing like, oh, I'm feeling like I want to get in better shape. Okay. Cueing in to ourselves and really asking, okay, what about this matters to me? And what way could I engage with it and do it that would fulfill me? Not society, me. And really moving from this internal drive versus the external just constantly trying to be what you see out here instead of learning to take what we see out here And actually evaluating it within ourselves and then choosing what we want and being our own person in the world. And people pleasing, you know, is literally just in my opinion, it is a symptom of outward looking. We begin to want to please people when our worth and value is placed on what the outer world thinks or what our partner thinks, or what our colleagues think, or what our friends think. Instead of us full-heartedly knowing in our own heart that we are good, and that we are worthy, and that we are trying our best. And when you're not trying your best, and you know this, um, you know, I've been working with Jack Cornfield and Tara Brock, and something that really interesting that came to mind the other day is there was this person speaking about digression. And the quote was, we all will digress. It's kind of like in meditation, when you lose the breath, we all will lose the breath. That's not the point. The point is that the moment that we notice, oh, I've digressed, or the moment that we notice, oh, I've left my breath, that you know that you can start again and that you have the choice to start again. And maybe that starting again starts with us really looking within our own hearts and asking, like, what's mine to do right now? What would be the best, most beautiful choice for me right now. And pausing. This sacred pausing is what leads us to being able to see that we have different choice. That we don't have to act in that way to try to please that person. We don't have to try to have the same body as one of our friends or a supermodel. Or that we can have the career that lights us up. Or the career that we can be okay and happy with doing for decades of our life. And continuously this pause gives us the opportunity to see different options. And then choose the option that will lead to peace. It is our choices that lead to peace and freedom.
And you will notice that it is also our choices that leads us to imprisonment and to suffering. And this pausing, this looking within, is really um, in, in Rumi's terms, you know, the poet Rumi, he says, do you make regular visits to yourself? You know, we're so busy making regular visits to everyone else, to news sources, to Instagram, to Facebook, to our neighbors, to our friends, to our clients, to our colleagues. Do you make regular visits to yourself? And once we begin the practice of that and begin really knowing ourselves and deepening our love for ourselves, our care for ourselves, then it starts to matter less if everyone agrees with you. It starts to matter less if um, somebody doesn't like you because that's going to happen. Just like you don't like everyone, and just like you have opinions of what people are doing, other people are going to have the same about you. And the, maybe the, the way that we reconcile that truth is by really having compassion and deep care and love for ourselves in every moment. When you're noticing that the attention is out here in the outer world of like, oh, this person doesn't like me, or oh, this person thinks something I did was wrong, or oh, this person is an alcoholic, or oh, this person is this, or oh, this person is that, right? Like when we recognize that our attention is out here in the outer world, looking at the other person, thinking about the other person, worried about the other person, that we can turn our attention right into our own heart. And really ask it, what does it need? What do you need right here to ease your own suffering? What do you need right here? And we practice and strengthen this. Whenever we're in suffering, our suffering is our gateway. It is our access. It is our portal to knowing ourselves, to loving ourselves. You know, something that I have found through this whole process of working with these beautiful teachers is that my self-doubt is my portal. It's not the thing that needs to stop me. It's not the thing that needs to have me quit what I'm doing. It is the portal to myself, to really feeling and understanding myself, to embracing myself, to collecting all the parts that I like to keep hidden and reintegrate them into myself. And it's also my portal to the outer world because guess what? Everyone feels self-doubt. Everyone feels like they want to be liked. Everyone feels like they want everyone to agree with them. Yet that's not how the world works. And it's kind of a stoic way of looking at the world, right? The stoics say, wake up and say, today someone will disagree with me. Today someone will make fun of me. Today, you know, the stoics kind of 
Uh, I love that about the Stoics. They wake up and they kind of look at the day at all the things that could go wrong. And then they say, and I have choice. And I have choice of how I receive those things. And I have choice of how I perceive those things. And I have choice in how I respond to those things. And if we just react, you know, which is mostly what we're doing, let's be honest, me included, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not special. Um, I'm definitely included. When we're just reacting, there's no mindfulness. We don't even know why we're reacting. We're just like, oh, my body's all heated up and I'm worked up and I'm, right? And we're just like yelling or, or even disappearing. You know, whatever your flavor is, we're reaching for the potato chips, whatever, whatever um, your prescription for trying to comfort yourself is, right? And when we pause and we choose to respond, like, hey, nurturing this part of ourselves, what do you need? It always starts there. What does your own heart need? So if somebody doesn't like you, or if you notice that you're trying to you know, please someone all the time, really turning the attention into your own heart and really saying like, what am I needing? What am I needing? What am I trying to get out of this? And then practicing giving it to yourself. And then in those sacred relationships, you know, where it's, it's fully back and forth and it's real sacred and juicy, in those relationships, you can even practice speaking up and asking for what you want. Like, you know, an example, if you notice that you're trying to please someone or you're, you know, you're trying to get appreciation for someone or you need attention or whatever it is, you can just say, hey, I'm noticing that I'm really longing for attention. And I was wondering if today, if you could just give me a little extra, even just if it's a dollop, and asking for what you need. First, practicing giving to self. Second, skillfully sharing and engaging and asking for what you need. Because let's be honest, this life has suffering. It's the Buddha's first noble truth. This, earth, this world and this life and this human experience has suffering. People are not going to like you. People are not going to always agree with you. And I personally believe that you shouldn't try to fit your life into the box where everyone does. Because that too will cause you great suffering. So maybe just... Start with this moment and just maybe begin settling into this reality that not everyone will like us. And not everyone will agree with everything that we believe. And just feeling that in your physical body in this moment. And meeting it with kindness and gentleness for the human experience. How beautifully human it is for us to want to be liked. How beautifully human it is for us to want people to agree with us. And maybe just make a promise to yourself 
that you'll make some regular visits to yourself, that you'll check in to your own heart before doing things, before making decisions, and let your choices be yours, not society's, not your partner's, not your best friend's, but the choices that make you feel alive. Hmm. Thank you so much for continuously coming to this podcast. I am so deeply grateful. And my promise is to be more consistent, so hold me to account. (laughs) Um, And I will hold myself to account, too. Okay, until next time.